Hello and welcome to the new and exciting Chessie's Journey, the podcast. Oh yeah, I totally, totally, totally got a silly little app on my phone so that I could do stupid sounds. I wonder how long it'll be before I get bored of um, trying to find them and talk at the same time, because I'm not going to lie to you. Multitasking is not one of my, um, what, not one of my most specialist subjects. Now you have to excuse any background noise. I have two kittens in my house that are just zooming around. I kid you not until the second I sat down to record this, they were absolutely golden. They were sleeping, they were behaving themselves. And now they are running around like absolute nutters. So if you hear jingling, jangling, it is not my balls. It is my kittens. So let, let's uh, get into it. My name is Shez. I'm a 41 year old mom of five kids and my kids range from seven years old to 19 years old. I live in a little town called Telford and I'm attempting to lose weight for possibly the 5,000th time. I hope this podcast will not only help you and give you some hints and tips, but will also make you realize that you're not alone when you sneak into the kitchen at stupid o'clock for a bowl of cereal that you haven't registered on whatever app you've decided to calorie count on that week and then wonder why you haven't lost any weight. The reason that I've decided to start the podcast is that I like listening to podcasts on an evening and as I'm going to bed, it's my way of widening down after a long day with the kids and things like that. When I was hunting for a weight loss podcast, the only thing I seemed to find was things that said things like, um, if you'd like to intermittent fast, then the best hours of the day to do this are. Or, this is how you count calories. Or things along those lines. And I'm going to be honest with you, everything I found was really boring. Nothing was very relatable. Um, I literally spent a good half an hour searching for a weight loss podcast that would keep me engaged, that I would find entertaining, that I could relate to. Um, and there was nothing. Everything was just like, don't get me wrong, they were informative and they were educational, but there was nothing that made me want to listen. There was no one there that was engaging. Um, it was all people talking facts and figures. And, and and yes, we need to know that stuff. We need to know what's good for us. We need to know what's bad for us. We need to know what's in between. But there has to be some sort of personality in there. You need to know, you know, who you're talking to. You need to know a bit about them um, to keep you engaged. Like, I, I don't believe for a second that anybody enjoys eating porridge every day. I don't believe for a second that nobody sneaks a biscuit every now and then. And I just felt like I wanted to listen to a real podcast. I wanted to listen to somebody um, who got on the scales, only lost a pound and was pissed off about it. Or, you know, I wanted to hear about someone getting on the scales, losing four pound and thinking, fucking hell, I'm amazed I lost that four pound because I ate 59 biscuits this week. You get the drift. I wanted some, I wanted to find a podcast that I could relate to. I wanted to find something that, you know, someone could, I don't know, I don't know how to explain it. When I was searching for something for myself, I realized that there was a bit missing where you could listen to a podcast where you're trying to lose weight and you could relate to it where, you know, the, the night I was searching, I was searching for a friend that I could listen to on nighttime. You know, like, um, I don't know if you know, 
but if you don't, I'm also part of another podcast called Ask Me After a Couple, where it's me and two other ladies called Maddie and Law, and we just literally laugh and we joke around and people are getting to know us now, they're getting to know about who we are. And I find that when when podcasts are too um, too structured, too informative, you don't get that sense. It's all very, um, you must do this, you must do that, you and you don't get a sense of personality and you, it's really hard to relate to. So I wanted to create a podcast where, yes, I will help you learn on your journey and I will learn with you, but you can also join me on my journey and I will tell you if I snuck into the living room with a bowl of cereal like I did last week with my daughter. It was quite a funny story, actually. Um, I'd done really well all day. I think it was like the second or third day of restarting uh, the five billionth diet. And um, and I was really hungry and I was laying in bed and I couldn't settle. And I thought, I wonder if I can't settle because I'm actually hungry. Okay, so I snuck out of bed and um, and... I went into the kitchen. I was like, what can I have? I didn't want to completely ruin it. So I thought I'll have a nice bowl of cereal. So I was sneaking into the living room with this bowl of cereal, turned to my left and there was someone on the stairs and I shit myself. And my 18 year old Ellie was stood there and she was like, what have you got? And I was like, nothing. She was like, what have you got? And she spotted my bowl of cereal. She was like, oh, I want sneaky cereal. So the pair of us snuck into the living room and sat on the sofa eating the cereal in in silence, like, like we just snuck 50 bars of chocolates. And it was literally just a bowl of cereal, but it was the way that we did it was so funny. So yeah, I, I just want you to know that I am here to be completely honest with you, completely transparent. If I've snuck cereal, I'm going to tell you I've snuck cereal, you know, and, and that's what this podcast is about. Um, so yeah, I, already I have gone, <laughs> I wrote myself a little script, right? And I've already gone off it because I hadn't wrote that in there. Um, and now I've lost it. Yeah. So I want to, I want to tell you something that'll be a true reflection, reflection, reflection of my week. Uh, this morning I'd sat down to eat a porridge pot. Um, I added collagen powder to it cause I've read a lot about collagen powder apparently helps you with like loose skin. I don't know how true it is. I'll let you know if I ever lose weight. I have been trying for years and years and years, so we'll see. Um, but I've read that it helps you with loose skin. And um, so I'd added my collagen powder, sat down, and my eldest son, Harry, who's 19, had popped round because he's just bought a tumble dryer off me. And he popped round to collect it, but I swear to God, when he walked through the door, it was like he'd eaten five, five million. Why do I keep saying 5,000 or 5 million? Let's change it. 2,600 garlic bulbs. And he literally filled my house with the smell of garlic and I've got an oversensitive nose. So um, he came in and honest to God, I started heaving. Just the pure smell of garlic was horrendous. So he really put me off my porridge and I was proper pissed off. I woke up hungry. I wanted my porridge and he stank the house out. And um, not only was I enjoying my porridge, but because I put my collagen in it, and I couldn't eat it. I'm now really lost. I don't know what, what calories I've eaten today. And I could weigh the pot out, but let's be honest, no one can be asked to do that, can they? I mean, I know some people do, but if I weighed the pot now, I'd have to work out how many calories I'd had from the pot. But how do I do that? Because I don't know how much collagen was in the bit that I ate, and it's all very complicated. So now I have a half-eaten pot, not even half-eaten. I think I'd have like four mouthfuls before he turned up. And I'm really hungry. So there you go. That was a very long introduction, wasn't it? Seven and a half minutes and I haven't even told you anything really. So welcome to week one. 
Um, this is where I'm going to explain a bit more about me, a bit more about what the podcast is about. Um, and then from the next episode, you know, it will become a bit more fun, but I just want to tell you what we're about. So I'm on what can only be described as what feels like a never ending weight loss journey. And what I mean by that is I feel like I've been trying to lose weight since I was about 18. I actually remember when I was younger, my mom started what she called fatty club in our house, as you can see. You know, I've never really had a good, a good um, influence on food and things like that. Um, every week she would gather a bunch of families, family and friends together to get weighed. Everyone would pay a pound each and get weighed. And then we'd talk about what we'd done that week in an attempt to lose weight. Whoever lost the most weight at the end of each month won all of the pounds that had been paid in. So it was a bit of a win-win situation. If you lost the pounds, you gained pounds by winning the money. I remember being stuck at 10 stone two and not being able to budge from it. It was, um, I was constantly reminded I was from a family of very large people. And if I wasn't careful that I'd end up like them too. I tell you what, what I wouldn't give to be 10 stone two now. But um, when I say I was from a large family, like my mom was always averaging around 28, 30 stone. Um, my granddad was about 30 stone. My uncle was 30 stone. Um, I was always from a very, very large family. Like they were big, big people. Um, and if I'm honest with myself, that's probably where my journey and battle with trying to control my weight began. As a teenager and grown into an adult, I watched my mom battle with diet after diet. I mean, I can't, I can't tell you how many times I'd walk in from school and the house would smell a bloody mackerel. She would put mackerel in the microwave or she'd be boiling cabbage and, and she would literally live on mackerel and cabbage. Who wants to do that? That's not a very nice way to live, is it? Um, so she would do diet after diet. She'd lose weight, then gain it and then lose it again and gain it. And each time she gained it, she became larger and larger. And with each time she got larger, she would gain more and more health problems. This then gave me a fear that I never, ever wanted to become that person. Being a larger lady and having massive health problems meant that whilst my friends were going on shopping trips with their mums and swapping clothes, learning how to do makeup and things like that, I was watching my mum struggling to walk to the toilet or watching her sat on the edge of her bed using a nebulizer to help her to breathe. It was heartbreaking. And when I say I used to literally watch her struggle to the toilet, um, so one of my houses, the toilet was literally like 10 steps from the sofa and my dad used to have to help her get up off the sofa and then walk her to the toilet and then wait for her to get off the toilet and walk her back to the sofa. It was that bad. She had very severe asthma, which obviously wasn't helped by the fact that she was so overweight. And I, I have asthma. I've had asthma since I was a child. Um, I tend not to talk about what health problems I have. I do mention like in my TikToks that I, I suffer from health conditions, but I never really say what, but asthma is one of them. So, you know, the whole nebulizer thing that hits hard. If I get a chest infection, sometimes not very often, but sometimes I have to use a nebulizer myself. Um, but yeah, so one of my, whenever I have to use a nebulizer in my head, I instantly get the vision of my mom sat on the edge of her bed with that nebulizer over her mouth and, and trying to breathe. Um, then at the age of 49, my mom got a severe cold. We were actually on holiday at Haven at the time. And my mom had a cold, me and my brothers, 
uh, we went out on a night out with my nephew. And um, when we got back from the night out, my mom was in a bad way. And my dad said there was an ambulance on the way. And the ambulance came and took my mom away. And she was in quite a bad way. She couldn't breathe at all. She was having an asthma attack from this cold. Uh, by the time we got to the hospital, she couldn't breathe like she was purple. I had a bit of falling out of the hospital. They threatened to kick me out because I was like, she cannot breathe. And they're like, she's fine. I was like, she cannot breathe. My mom was saying things to me like, you know, I can't do this anymore. I've had enough. I just want to go to sleep. Um, she then got put into um, an induced coma. A sad, cruel twist of fate. She'd literally just lost seven stone on Weight Watchers. She'd been trying really hard and she'd lost a lot of weight um, and was starting to become much healthier. Um, and she was actually healthier than she'd been in years at that time. She'd caught a chest infection from this cold, which had caused all the organs in her body to shut down. And she was put into this induced coma to help her body to recover. And at one point she was actually given 24 hours to live. Um, amazingly by some mad miracle after 12 weeks, she came out of hospital. Um, although she did spend her 50th birthday completely unconscious and had no clue that she'd been in a coma or anything. Um, but after that, she never quite came out the same. So she was never quite the same person. Her personality was slightly different. She was very edgy. She was very snappy. She just wasn't quite the same person. And she'd come out with a whole heap of other health problems. Um, my mom then sadly passed away at the age of 63. Uh, still very much overweight. Um, and the saddest part about my mom's story is literally on the Wednesday before she passed away, she passed away on the Friday, she was sat in my house and, and in my old house, there was like a hallway where we had a sofa and stuff. And she was sat on the sofa. And I remember her sitting there saying, uh, she'd not long been in hospital. She'd come out of hospital and she was like, I've had enough now. I want to see my grandchildren grow up. Um, I want to get healthy. I want to lose weight. And she had this like newfound energy. It was amazing. And she was like, I'm going to do it this time, Shares. I'm sick of it. I, you know, I'm still quite young. I, I want to see my grandkids do things. Two days later, she was dead. Um, so it was all a bit too late. Um, and recently, my own health has started going a bit downhill. Um, in absolutely no way to the extent that my mum my mom's health has gone but it's been enough to scare me and it's been enough to spook me um in the past year i've put on two stone due to becoming more inactive because of my health problems um and i've recently been told i'm not allowed to work while they investigate what's going on and i don't want to be as horrible as it sounds, I don't want to be my mum. I don't want to, I don't want my kids to sit there and watch me as I sit on the edge of the bed covered in a nebulizer. I don't want to be struggling to breathe, making my way to the toilet. I don't want Mark having to escort me everywhere and pull me off a chair or push me in a wheelchair. I don't want to be, um, going to town and having to have a blanket on my legs because I can't walk around myself. So I'm in a wheelchair and, um, and so I need a blanket to keep me warm because I can't walk. 
and it absolutely scares the living shit out of me that that might be where I'm going. Um, in the last two months, a lot's happened to me. I was running a successful business. If any of you have come over here from TikTok, you will know. I was running a sweet shop. Um, I was living in a different house. And all of a sudden, overnight, we lost it all. Um, I was taking a, a bit of time off the shop because I wasn't feeling very well with my, my health. And, um, and every time I took time off, the sales just weren't coming in. They weren't the same as what they were when I was there for whatever reason. Um, the boys were trying to keep it going and it, it just wasn't working when I wasn't there. And as a result, we lost a lot of sales. And then when we were told that we had to move house, um, through no fault of our own, our landlord was in the RAF and he wanted his house back quite rightly. So, um, we had to move at very short notice. So with the house move physically with my health, there was no way I could run the shop and move house at the same time. Um, so we came to the decision to close the shop. So in, in a very short space of time, I lost the shop and my house. And then the doctor told me that um, he thought it was best that I didn't work while they investigate what's going on with my health um, and what what where we go from here and what how we move forward. And I've taken it quite badly, if I'm honest. I'm feeling very um, isolated. I spend a lot of time on my own. Um, I don't really have very many close friends and the friends I do have, whilst they consider me a close friend, I don't really hear from them. Um, I don't, I, I spend day after day after day on my own and it can be very isolating and, it, and it's very easy in them times to boredom eat. Um, it can feel very much like I'm unwanted and that can lead to me emotionally eating. Um, I can have times where I have spent all day looking forward to Mark and the kids coming home, but obviously if they've had a bad day at work or a bad day at school, they might not come home in the best moods. And then I've spent all day looking forward to them coming home. And then I'm very disappointed because they don't know that I've felt the way I've felt all day. And then they've, they've come home and they just want to, <laughs> they just want to chill out. And I'm, I'm a bit like a puppy that's not seen anyone all day. And I'm like, Oh my God, they're home. And I've, I've had no human contact all day and I want to talk to them. And they're just like, Oh my God. Um, so yeah, it's, I've, my life's changed massively in two months and it's, it's become tricky to navigate. So I have hit some sort of switch in my head where I want to turn that around. I want to, change my health around. And the first way I'm going to do that is by trying to lose five stone. Um, that's my first goal. I actually need to lose about seven, but five is my very first goal. Um, and I know that losing weight is going to completely change my health, but it's going to make it easier to manage, which hopefully in turn will improve my life. Um, because the only person who can improve your life is yourself. I can't blame anyone else. I ate the pizzas and the curries and the crisps that got me here. Um, I'm the person that can, that can get me out of here. I don't want to be in a coma in a few years time like my mom. 
I don't want to miss out on nights out with my kids or helping with any future grandkids. Something my kids have never had is like, um, my kids have never stayed overnight at a grandparent's house. They've never really had a proper, um, a proper grandmother and grandchild relationship. And they've not had that because um, their grandmother, one of their grandmothers lives really far away. And obviously my mom was really sick. So she wasn't able to do things with them that other grandparents might do. So actually I get quite jealous when I see other grandparents doing things with their grandchildren. And I don't think people realize how lucky they are. Same as when I see people doing things with their mums. And I don't think people realize how lucky they are to have that really close and loving relationship with their, their parents. And I think people should really cherish that because some people don't have that. Um, so I don't want to lose out on those things. Um, I've now gone from, I was always overweight, but I've gone from being overweight to now being dangerously overweight. And I'm now, you know, over 17 stone. I'm currently 242 pounds in weight. I'm looking to reach 167 pounds. And I really hope you all join me on my journey as I share with you my ups, my downs, my highs and my lows. I will be sharing your stories too. I'm talking through any issues that you might be having. So please feel free to email me. The email address is shezdod, C-H-E-Z-D-O-D-D at gmail.com. With anything you'd like me to talk about, don't worry, you can remain anonymous. If you'd like to just pop a little note in the email, letting me know. And then please write in the subject that you're from the podcast. Otherwise, I might think it's someone telling me about the penis enlarger or that I could um, get a bride or, you know, someone looking for an awesome guy like me for fun, you know, those emails, or, you know, I'm a beneficiary of some lord or lady from a manor that I've never heard of. Oh, God, do you know what? I don't know why I've got money problems, the amount of people I've been beneficiary to, honest to God. Um, if you've got something that you'd like to share, pop me an email. You can also drop me a little follow over on my TikTok page, Honestly Shares. There you'll be able to see regular updates on my weight loss journey. It's a bit of a chaotic page, I'm not going to lie. Because of recently being signed off from work, it's a bit of an outlet for me. I struggle a bit with the isolation, so TikTok is my way of communicating to the world. I do a bit of everything if you like cooking. I absolutely love cooking. Cooking is my thing. Um, I get HelloFresh because it helps me keep in control. Although some weeks I can't afford it, so I have to make up my own thing. Um so I, I love cooking. I love creating recipes. I love coming up with new ideas. Um, so cooking is, is on there quite a lot. I also like um, the weighted hoop. Have you seen the hoops where you put them around your waist and they've got like a ball attached to them? I love doing the weighted hoops. Um, I love doing silly comedy things. Um, I love, I'm a little bit addicted to TikTok shop. So I do like showing you what I've got from TikTok shop. Um, all different things on there. I, I like to share my weight loss journey. Um, I've recently started on a weight loss injection and I'm only on week two of that. So it's quite interesting to see how that's going and the side effects and things of that. Also, I love to watch other people's journeys too. So if you are on a weight loss journey and you're documenting it on TikTok, please, please, please. 
give me a follow and let me know that you've come over from the, the podcast and I will give you a follow back because I really love cheering people on. I think there's something really special about celebrating other people's achievements. Um, very recently, somebody who I thought was a friend actually um, made me question who I was. And they said some words that hurt me and they'd taken something I'd said to them wrong and then questioned everything I did. And for a while I questioned what I was doing and what I was putting on my pages and things like that. And actually I decided no, because it's changing my personality and I don't ever want to change who I am. And one thing I want to say to everyone is be you and be who you want to be, because I know I'm a nice person with a good heart. And I know that, um, that what I do is always for the right reasons. So if I can support you in any way, please let me know. Um, whether it's just, you know, encouraging you on your journey, cheering you on, laughing with you in the good bits, crying with you on the side. That's a lie. I'm really sorry. I'm not very good at being a crier. Uh, <laughs> but I will support you during the bad times as well as the good times. Um, but yeah, this is what the podcast is about. This first one was really just letting you know a bit of my back, background story. I promise you, not, <laughs> not everyone is going to be as miserable as this, but I felt like you needed to know a bit about me and my background and my story so that you knew where I was coming from and so that you knew moving forward um, how it's going to be. Uh, not every episode is going to be this in-depth, like the next one I will talk about the week and what I've been up to and what the kids have been up to. And um, I'm thinking of doing two a week. Uh, if there's anything I find, I don't know if anyone's like me. How many times can I go, uh? Um, if anyone is like me, um, you will know, you will be very impatient. I'm an impatient person. I've recently caught up on all my podcasts and now I go to bed and I'm like, um, what am I going to listen to now then? So I don't want people to have to wait weekly for the next episode to come out. So I'm going to try to release two a week. Haven't decided what days yet, so it'll be a bit of a surprise. It'll be as much of a surprise for you as it is for me on when they're going to be out. But they will be out twice a week, which is why they will be relatively short. I'm thinking I'm going to aim for about half an hour per episode because there's only so much I can talk as well. I mean, I know I'm a gobshite. But I'm, you know, there's only so much I can say. So I hope you have enjoyed episode number one, which is just an introduction to get a little bit, get to know a little bit of my story, why I'm here. And I'm sure as we continue, you'll learn more about me. I'll learn more about you. We can have a giggle. We can get up to some mischief along the way. Thank you so much for listening. And if you could hit the follow button, if you've enjoyed this, please let your friends and family know and anyone else you feel might enjoy it. Please let them know that I exist. For now, take care, get in touch, pop me an email. Please help spread the word. The only way I can keep going and gain the confidence, <laughs> because it's really tricky. I didn't realize how tricky it would be to podcast on your own. I'm used to podcasting with two different people. So, <laughs> so two more people. So doing it by yourself is a whole different ball game. The email address again is sharesdod, C-H-E-Z-D-O-D-D at gmail.com. And I will see you next time. Hope you've enjoyed learning a bit about me. And um, I look forward to having a laugh with you soon. Take care, everybody. See you. I need a jingle. Drew.
Drew, can you make me a jingle? <laughs> Bye.